It looks like humanity is doomed to fall prey to error and horrible mistakes. But why? And how can we escape this wretched fate that seems to bound us all? We could start by analyzing the difference between a man and his intellect, by abstracting it. The man is impulsive, passion-driven, emotional, irrational, dreamy, is okay with having simple things, does not think about consequences too much. While the intellect is emotionless, ruthless, rational, plans constantly, compares, needs to prove itself, always wants more, and justifies his actions. A man itself is not much different from an ape, and the intellect needs a physical form to interact with matter. With the increase of the use of intellect, humanity achieved great things, but got detached from its pureness and got tricked into the creation of the ego. The ego is a black hole that swallows everything that encounters, distorting reality and bending the will of entire civilizations, giving birth to something striving to be more than God itself. It's almost like the knowledge of mortality and the confrontation with the immensiveness of the universe created this desire on the ego part to prove to be more than just a grain of sand into the infinite clesydra of time. And the giant leaps in evolution magnified his arrogance, because you know, we've been bent from nature for a very, very long time. And the more we evolve, the more we learn to be a match for nature itself. The intellect, trapped in the self-glorifying existence of the ego, has the tendency to justify any despicable action that corrupts the integrity of the man. Therefore, is the father of the consolidation of bad habits and inclinations to weakness. These aspects of the human psyche are better known in folklore as the seven deadly sins. The most fulfilled state of unhealthy human potential. You know them well. Lust, greed, gluttony, wrath, pride, sloth, and envy. To pursue any of these paths will lead to destruction, but often they are used as a way for people to numb themselves from the truth. And the truth is that we are mortal beings with a limited time on this planet. And compared to the force of nature, we are nothing, <laughs> let alone to the rest of the universe. From the naivety of the man who is unable to think about the consequences of his actions without an intellect, entire civilizations falls prey to the trick that sparks the ego into life. And the consequences of this happening are quite devastating. Murder war, distractions of nations, predatory greed, in other words, hell. The duality of the being does not only take into consideration the ego. 
the other part of the man is still in play, and it's a part subjected to emotions, conscience, love, beauty, and its strive for something better. Therefore, a very fragile balance exists in the heart of every man, a constant back and forth from egoistic impulses and noble intent, between constraining oneself and letting it all go to pleasure. And most of the time, this internal war goes entirely undetected, leaving us wondering, how is it possible that we are such a contradictory life form? Life is full of suffering, providing plenty of catastrophe on our own. And suffering can easily lead to mistakes and irresponsible actions, for which we pay a grim, grim price, after turning into resentment and malevolence. The actions of one person seem irrelevant, but if the vast majority of people is trapped in the same process, it's easy to understand why history is a repeat of wars, genocides, hate, bloodlust and destruction. And if the vast majority of a specific group acts and thinks the same, they will shape the culture of a specific time, dictating the unavoidable consequences of tribalism and dehumanizing intent. The biggest problem is that actions of a generation, or rather the faults of a generation, are the burden that the next one will inherit. So new generations will have to deal not only with the already scary cruelty of nature, but will be left in the shambles of a society corrupted to the bone and trudging to stay alive. That will only enhance the resentment of the youth that will dream of a radical change while growing up. This is of course tragic, because unless the new generation wakes up to the true causes of the past mistakes of humanity, it will inevitably fall prey to the ego, pointing fingers and chopping heads off, making everything worse and worse. So what is the solution? to this immense, global, historically persistent problem. Acceptance. Accepting that the reality you live in is just as it is. And the only way to make it better is by making it better. Using different actions from the one used in the past. Accepting that we are small and insignificant compared to the universe. That we will probably never reach the same level of God, and we don't need to. Accepting that we are destined to die and make the best out of every single moment we experience. Accepting that we do everything we can and we take the fault, or to better say, the responsibility of every action. And that to point fingers has no utility in solving any situation or problem. 
accepting that malevolence exists in the world and inside each person. And using the intellect to explore that malevolence, to understand why it's so damn important to stay the hell out of it. Accepting the fact that we are complicated creatures with complicated feelings. And there is no simple answer to very complicated questions. Accepting that we can only do so much and that everyone makes his own choices, but never give up on hope and faith. Because as soon as anybody does that, it gets eaten up by the darkness of the being and dissolves into the ghost of resentment. And ghosts tend to stay on earth for way longer, influencing the decisions of the living to an insane level. So, to go back on our initial question, how to avoid falling in the pit of perpetual mistakes and suffering, how to escape the fate we are so convinced to be an unbreakable prison, by reconnecting with our culture, by forgiving the mistakes of the past and rejoining with previous generations, by internalizing the needs to save the good parts of society that works properly and adjusting those who don't, but starting with ourselves. Because a poisoned man cannot clear a poisoned well, a corrupt individual cannot bring integrity, and a liar cannot advocate for truth. Not until he stops lying and accepts the consequences of truth hoping that the problems derived will be more manageable than the hole in which lies will bury his character. There is no unity without division, but there is no division without unity. And we will talk about this next week. Thank you for tuning in. See you all next time. <laughs>